Good morning, and welcome to Simply Science. It's Sunday, March 3rd. On today's show, a Lufkin High School student earns a spot at the International Science Fair in Los Angeles, while families in San Diego are enticed by volcanic explosions, lava lamps, and robots at the annual Science Expo. Plus, high school teams from New Mexico face off in a thrilling science bowl. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Science. We start off with a heartwarming story from Lufkin, Texas, where a high school senior has made a significant impression on regional judges with her science project. So much so that she has received a direct invitation to the International Science Fair in Los Angeles. Here with us to discuss, this is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about this student and her project? Certainly, David. The student's name is Kaylin Crow, a senior at Lufkin High School. In February, she competed at the East Texas Regional Science Fair in Kilgore. Her project, which investigates the effect of protists such as red algae, amoeba, and slime molds as a biofertilizer on plant growth rates, greatly impressed the judges. Interesting. And why did she choose this particular topic? According to Lufkin ISD, Crow chose this topic because she recognized it as a new territory for research. It seems she saw an opportunity to contribute to a relatively unexplored area of study. And what does this invitation to the International Science Fair mean for Crow? This is quite an honor. The invitation allows her to bypass the state competition entirely, an opportunity that is only given to one project a year. The International Science Fair, which is organized by the Society of Science, will take place at the Los Angeles Convention Center from May 11th to 17th. What are Crow's future plans? Crow has expressed an interest in pursuing a career in aviation. She is considering attending either Latorno University or Stephen F. Austin State University in the fall. That's quite an achievement for a high school senior and will certainly be keeping an eye on her future endeavors. Speaking of young achievers, despite periodic downpours, Families flock to Snapdragon Stadium for the annual San Diego Festival of Science and Engineering's Expo Day. The event, which saw more than 120 exhibitors, including some of San Diego's top tech and engineering companies, aimed to inspire interest among young people in the STEM disciplines. Here with us to discuss this event is our correspondent, Celeste. Can you tell us more about what happened at the Expo? Certainly, David. The event was a vibrant display of science and engineering, with everything from homemade lava lamps to robots. Qualcomm, Illumina, and General Atomics were among the exhibitors. The goal was to use fun and games to spark interest in STEM among the younger generation. Illumina, for instance, had activities ranging from dressing up like a scientist in a photo booth to solving a mysterious rare disease using clues from DNA. That sounds like a lot of fun. Can you tell us more about the activities and how they were received by the attendees? Absolutely. One of the crowd-pleasers was a demonstration by a scientist from General Atomics who used soapy water and liquid nitrogen to simulate a volcanic eruption. Another popular activity was an Illumina show-and-tell experiment demonstrating pipetting, a common chemistry lab technique. Parents brought their children to the expo to ignite enthusiasm around math and science, and the response was overwhelmingly positive. 
It's great to hear about such interactive and engaging ways to get young people interested in STEM. Were there any standout moments or exhibits that you'd like to highlight? One standout was a demonstration by a group of high school students who showed the process of making biodiesel. It was a practical application of science and a great way to spread awareness about alternative energy sources. Another memorable moment was when a scientist from General Atomics used liquid nitrogen to create a foamy volcanic eruption, which was a big hit with the crowd. It's clear that this event was about more than just showcasing science and engineering. It was about inspiring the next generation of scientists and engineers. Thank you for sharing these insights, Celeste. Absolutely, David. Events like these are crucial in sparking curiosity and fostering a love for science and engineering in young minds. It's always exciting to see such enthusiasm for STEM. That was Simply Science reporter Celeste discussing the annual San Diego Festival of Science and Engineering's Expo Day. In other science news, New Mexico's high school STEM enthusiasts had a big day this past Saturday as the Regional Science Bowl took place at Albuquerque Academy, hosted by Sandia Laboratories. This nationwide competition tests students' knowledge in all areas of STEM. Bella, our correspondent for Simply Science, is here to discuss this event in more detail. Can you tell us more about the Regional Science Bowl, Bella? Certainly, David. The Regional Science Bowl is a nationwide competition that challenges students' knowledge in all areas of STEM, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. It's a fantastic platform for middle and high school students to showcase their understanding and application of these subjects. The competition is divided into two groups of finalists, one for middle school students and another for high school students. And who were the winners of this year's competition? The winners of this year's competition hail from three schools, Los Alamos, La Cueva, and Albuquerque Academy. These schools have consistently shown strong performances in STEM-related competitions, and this year was no exception. What does this win mean for the students and their schools? Winning the Regional Science Bowl is a significant achievement for these students. It not only validates their hard work and dedication to STEM, but also brings prestige to their schools. It's a testament to the quality of STEM education provided by these institutions and the commitment of the students to excel in these fields. It's certainly a great achievement. How does this competition contribute to the broader field of STEM education? Competitions like the Regional Science Bowl play a crucial role in promoting STEM education. They provide students with a platform to apply their knowledge in a competitive setting, fostering critical thinking and problem-solving skills. Moreover, these events also inspire other students to take an interest in STEM subjects, potentially leading to more innovation and advancements in these fields in the future. Thanks for those insights, Bella. Now, shifting our focus to the African continent, Universities there are being urged to embrace the open science movement to unlock significant research benefits. However, the founder of a new community-led body warns that there are still huge gaps to be addressed. The African Reproducibility Network, or ARIN, was formed in 2023 to bridge these gaps in open science advocacy and adoption across Africa. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Science. Can you tell us more about ARIN and its mission? Certainly, David. ARN aims to provide African researchers with the necessary support and resources to meet the growing global demand for openness, 
and reproducibility in research. This is achieved through training and workshops. The network's goal is to increase access to research and make it more transparent, particularly in Africa, where many researchers lack this ability. And why is open science particularly relevant to African countries? Open science is crucial for Africa to ensure that the work done by researchers is known by both the African research community and the global community. This visibility can encourage funders to expand in those areas. Without this awareness, funding priorities may be directed elsewhere. Despite an uptick in activity in recent years, the continent still has a long way to go to catch up with other parts of the world. What are the main challenges that need to be addressed to promote open science in Africa? One of the key challenges is the lack of infrastructure. Additionally, the sheer research diversity of Africa, due to its size and differences in how research is conducted institution-wise and country-wise, poses a significant challenge. ARN aims to address these issues by creating a continent-wide open science community where anyone anywhere could come together, have discussions, and collaborate. What needs to happen for open science to become a mainstay across the continent? It all boils down to institutional buy-in. If institutions recognize the importance of open science in terms of global research, they may start putting in place policies that make open science a requirement and incentivize making it a normality. While some countries are currently working on these things, it's not common practice yet, and there's still a long way to go. And what are the expected benefits of open science? Open science is expected to improve the accessibility of research and its reliability. It supports other scholars in their attempts to replicate experimental findings, thereby enhancing the credibility of the research. This could be a game changer for African research, but it requires concerted efforts from all stakeholders. That was Simply Science reporter Abby shedding light on the open science movement in Africa. With that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Science. We'll see you back here tomorrow.